Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Yeah, it's been one of those Monday slash Tuesdays again, hasn't it? With two of WWE's most disrespected and often underutilized talents in recent memory, both apparently, seemingly, according to reports, calling it quits on the most recent episode of Monday Night Raw, it got me thinking. It got me thinking about all these other legends and names and icons or just people who like to shout my hole over the years who've done the exact same midway through an episode of Monday Night Raw. So without further ado, I am Gareth from What Culture Wrestling and these are 10 wrestlers you all decided to quit in the middle of Monday Night Raw. Number 10, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Now very much reminding the world why he is single-handedly one of the most, if not the most popular person ever to grace the world of pro wrestling at this year's WrestleMania 38. Stone Cold Steve Austin that we saw at that show, at that show of shows, feels like an absolute world away from the person who was occupying the WWE landscape, the Sphere, in 2002. So clearly a little bit pissed about the way his entire feud with Scott Hall was handled coming into Mania 18, Stone Cold Steve Austin made the decision to completely no-show not only the post-Mania WrestleMania party, which is apparently the hottest ticket in town, but he also chose to completely blank and power off the Monday Night Raw that was meant to happen, obviously, the day after WrestleMania 18. I've just noticed my nipples may fall out a lot in this video, but hey, that's the content you came for, right? So at this point, Austin was said to be very exhausted with the way he was being handled in WWE. His body was breaking down. He was not happy that he wasn't being presented as the bona fide main eventer that he should have been. And this all acted as a bit of a precursor for events that would later come to pass that we may or may not touch upon by the end of this video. Number nine, Nia Jax. Nia Jax was never too far away from the headlines during her time with Vinnie Matt's company before eventually getting released midway through a mental health break because WWE are the real heroes, aren't they? But a good couple of years before she was eventually released, Released by WWE, Nia Jax did infamously decide to walk out on the company in the midst of a time where she was seemingly at the forefront of many, many storylines. Well, I say many storylines, the main storyline she was a part of was the one with Alexa Bliss, where she was being bullied, but she was a friend, it was all getting a bit weird, and it came into WrestleMania 34, and she had to overcome the bully, it was all a bit strange. But at this point in October 2017, she was not happy with the creative direction, supposedly she wasn't happy with the pain she was getting at the time as well, so Nia Jax in the middle of an episode of Monday Night Raw just said, you know what, I've had it with this, I'm out of here. Number eight. Neville. And keeping with the Rocky Raw period that was 2017 and to a person who was once the king of the cruiserweights, a person that you built the entire division, a show around, only to have Enzo More beat him at no mercy. Yeah, you got it this, Vince. And this pretty much acted as the first domino in the string of dominoes that would fall over and lead to Neville eventually walking out on the company because I think a week or two after this, there was an episode of Raw, I believe it was the October 9th episode of Raw. He saw what was on the board for him on that episode. It said Neville versus Enzo More in Lumberjack match and Neville, you're gonna lose again. 
Now I don't like it. So understandably, Neville in that moment said, nope, not fancying that, headed for the exit door. And then later on, I believe in a quote, he revealed why he did properly leave. And he said, I was not in the mood to be jobbed out by jobbers, so I left. Which is incredibly understandable because Neville, the king of the cruiserweights, pack the bastard, should not be losing to Enzo More in any match. DQ, whatever you want to call it, just should not be losing those matches. Number seven, Gail Kim. And rather likes of the aforementioned Neville slash Pack, whatever you want to call him right now, saw whatever match they were going to have on Raw and thought, you know what, yeah, I don't fancy that, I'm just going to walk out. Gail Kim, she had other ideas that were a lot, a lot funnier, to be honest, because she was told before a battle royal to determine the number one contender for the Divas Championship that she would be getting eliminated pretty early on, and she was miffed, she was annoyed, she was angry, but instead of just saying, nope, I'm not going to be a part of the match, she went into the match and just got herself eliminated, just, just threw herself out of the ring very early on, stormed to the back, went backstage, got in the faces of everyone who like, was in charge and who had control of her contract and said, I'm done, I'm finished with this, bye. And I've got a little quote here that she said to Power Slam around this time after she did just triumphantly and epically walk out on the company. She said it was about my life and my happiness at that point and having control of my life again. It felt good to know that I made that decision for myself. I wasn't going to be unhappy anymore. And most of all, I just wanted to wrestle again. And if she was going to wrestle again, she needed to eliminate herself from that entire scenario. So she eliminated herself from the Battle Royale and just went back to Impact Wrestling and was treated like the legend she undoubtedly is. Number six, Mick Foley. So there's no getting around this. The Montreal Screwjob had a monumental impact on the wrestling industry, business, WWE as a whole. It changed everything. It, it, it brought forward the most successful period in WWE history and probably the most compelling period at that too. But it also had a massive effect on a lot of the people who were under the employment of WWE at the time, specifically one Mick Foley. Mick Foley was said to be so mortified and miffed at what had just gone down that he said, nope, I'm not going to rock up to Raw, the next Raw that was going to be on after Survivor Series. I'm not having it. I'm not doing it. I'm out of here. But incredibly, instead of going crazy and just throwing things at the wall and being like, that's it, pal. This guy will never work here again. Vince McMahon was said to have been really relaxed about the whole situation. JR revealed it on his Grilling JR podcast, I believe, recently. He said that when Foley did just walk out on the company, he said, well, yeah, that is what it is. Let him work through that stuff. We've got people here on TV that want to be here. We'll just put them on. And when he, when he wants to come back, we'll, we'll bring him back on TV. And sure enough, a couple of days later, he was there wrestling The Rock he did it, he came back on like a taped episode of Raw, and instead of giving Mick Foley a big fine, a massive slap on the wrist, he just kind of went, all right, cool, good to have you back, I'm glad you started to do that, let's, let's keep moving on. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Life is full of awesome what-ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Number five, Shawn Michaels. Sticking with 1997 WWE and the people, the parts that were involved in that infamous Montreal screw job. now, I'm going to talk about how Shawn Michaels had quite simply had enough of WWE and its unsafe working conditions on the back of having his hair ripped out by Bret Hart backstage. This all came after Shawn Michaels had made his infamous Sunny Days comment on live television. It obviously pissed off Bret Hart, who cornered Michaels backstage. They got in a bit of a scrap and he yanked said hair. And infuriated Michaels then went into Vince McMahon's office. He said, you know what? If you can't get your hitman under control, I'm out of here. I'm not going to even rock up to work at any point in the future until that guy is, is controlled. Control your hitman, Vince. And this all went down pre-June 9th episode of Monday Night Raw. Michaels got his briefcase and he got a ride of just incredible back to his hotel. He said, I've had it. I'm not doing this anymore. And he would not appear on WWE programming again until July. He was done. He was out. Everyone was sat there like, what the hell has just happened? The heartbreak kid has left the building. And he did because when Shawn Michaels gets his hair ripped out and he gets a bit upset, he does not go back in his word. Number four, The Rock. Now, of course, I'm talking about The Rock at WrestleMania 29 when he was taking on John Cena. They had a big match. It was for the WWE title. It was a rematch from the previous year's WrestleMania. And then in the closing moments of that match, The Rock completely destroyed his midsection. Like, tore his abdomen, his abductor. He got a hernia. It was messy stuff. And contrary to reports around this time, The Rock just being really annoyed about the last-minute changes to the match because apparently he was set to, to win again at WrestleMania and then drop the belt to Cena Extreme Rules. Like, that didn't happen. Obviously, that changed the Cena winning at WrestleMania 29. Contrary to all this, that was not the reason why The Rock didn't show up on Raw and subsequently pretty much quit WWE and wrestling in general for the foreseeable. No, it was more down to the fact that he just wanted to start treatment on the fact that his entire midsection, like I said, was a bit of a car crash. But this entire development just massively threw a spanner in the works, really, because we were supposed to apparently have a Rock versus John Cena WWE title rematch on Raw. That's according to Booker T from what I see on IMDb trivia, which again, not the best of sources, I'll admit. But this would have also seen, apparently, according to Dave Meltzer, Brock Lesnar attack The Rock on this Raw and set up a WrestleMania 30 match between the two, which would have been incredible. Obviously, this all didn't happen because The Rock just said, no, I'm dying here. I cannot be in the ring. Number three, CM Punk. So a year on from dropping his belt to the great one, it was Royal Rumble season once again, and CM Punk felt as though he'd picked up a concussion during the aforementioned titular match, and this then led to some very, very messy stuff going down on the next night on Raw. Because he got backstage and he was told to go through numerous tests, like concussion tests and, and pee tests, and just loads of contracts he needed to sign, all these things, he was getting them all thrown in his face, and he was like, I've had it, I want to speak to Vince McMahon, I want to go in his office right now and give him a piece of my mind. So he did, he called out the fact that Dave Batista had been brought back as a babyface, he called out the fact that WWE didn't really want to protect all the workers, all the false promises. He was just at, uh, at his limit, and he said, "This is it. I'm done. I don't want to wrestle you, Triple H. You should have put me over years ago. You didn't. I'm not going to give you me anymore. Give you me, me you." CM Punk was done. He's out. And later on the line, Punk would even admit that if he did choose to stay with WWE at this point, maybe wrestle Triple H at WrestleMania 30 and go on to stay with the company for a bit longer, it may have been a massive risk to his health. And he's even said that he doesn't know if he would be here today 
day because it got that bad. So thankfully, he didn't decide to walk out. He said, nope, I'm not going to do it anymore. He left the world of sports entertainment, but he returned to wrestling with AEW last year, and the world is better for it. Number two, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Picking back up with the bionic redneck during a 2002 period, which was which was a bit iffy to say the least. Because he was pitched to have a match against Brock Lesnar in a King of the Ring qualifier. It was going to be a televised match with absolutely no build. And Austin was going to lose cleanly to Brock Lesnar. And this was after he'd had like a steel cage match with Ric Flair the night before. So Austin was like, what, what are we doing? This is, this is your next big thing. I'm Stone Cold Steve Austin. Why don't we build this? Why don't we build this into a big pay-per-view match, earn loads of money? But Vince was like, no, I'm just going to put you in this match and then throw you off into a feud with Eddie Guerrero. It's probably going to be a mid-card thing for a little bit, and that's, that's the best use of you, buddy. And in the wake of this infamous taking of his ball and going home and just completely no-showing Raw for the next couple of weeks, Vince McMahon tore Austin a bit of a new one on television numerous times. The Rock did it, a few other people did it. It was not a good time for looking back on Austin's tenure in WWE. But thankfully, the two parties would make up in the end because, you know, money. There was a lot of money to be made with Austin in WWE and they're they both pals really in the, in the grand scheme of things, so they did. But this was after Vince McMahon said that he was going to fine Austin $650,000. Now, obviously, he didn't do the full fine. He got it down to just, you know, $250,000 because Austin is a shrewd negotiator. Still a lot of money, but yeah, they got over it. Number one, Sasha Banks and Naomi. So on the back of WWE announcing a six-pack challenge that would include the likes of Naomi and Sasha Banks, who are obviously the women's tag team champions at this moment, those two people, those two incredibly underutilized and disrespected people decided, no, we don't like the way this match is going and the way you're going to present us in it. So they got the titles, they put them on John Laurinaitis' desk, they got the suitcases, and they left. And this is all according to a WWE press release that was released around the time. And obviously throughout the actual episode of Raw, they mentioned this a few times and Corey Graves noted it was unprofessional. But in said press release, WWE said, Monday Night Raw is a scripted live TV show whose characters are expected to perform the requirements of their contract. So kayfabe, you are now well and truly dead once again. But this is just a situation that leaves my brain mashed. Because we've got numerous reports dropping all over the place saying that maybe there was contract disputes, there was, there was heat backstage apparently on Sasha Banks, there was loads of things like the actual creative direction the match was going to take and like the, the two felt that the titles were being massively disrespected along with themselves and felt they weren't really getting the push that they thought they were going to get upon getting those titles. And this all had been building over weeks and weeks and weeks. Like I just said, all those other elements have come together to the point where they just went, nope, we've had enough, we're going to walk out. But again, we've not got everything. We've not got both wrestlers' side of the story just yet. WWE have released this statement seemingly as a way to make us like blame the wrestlers for walking out, but if we've been taught one thing over the years, it's usually that the wrestlers tend to be in the right with this situation because there's a crazy billionaire up top who tends to make very, very strange decisions. We don't know what's going to happen. It's crazy. I just need information you needed, but here's what we got so far. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.